0: Welcome home. I'm Dr. Tama, a minister, licensed psychologist, and sacred artist. And this is Homecoming, a podcast to facilitate your journey home to yourself. While I will provide weekly inspiration and mental health tips, this podcast is not the same as personalized therapy. I'm so excited you're on the journey If you want to request specific topics or to submit a poem for me to read on the podcast, email me at homecomingpodcasts at gmail.com. Also, to build our community, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. Let's begin. Welcome home, Co-Journers. I'm glad you're here for another episode, and I'm appreciative. We have a poem submission for this week, and this poem comes from Raven Wilkerson, and the poem is entitled, Shade. I was in the eye of the storm for so long. I became used to fighting the strong winds and downpours. One day, the sun appeared, a strong sun one like I had never experienced before. But I couldn't embrace it like I wanted to. My eyes couldn't take how bright it was. My skin wasn't prepared for the rays. All I wanted was some shade. I needed a place where I could protect myself from the heat of the sun, but still enjoy its warmth. A place where I could feel the energy of the sun but not spiral out of control. A place where I could feel the pull of the sun on my body, but not feel stagnant. Most importantly, I needed a place where I could feel peace and welcome it. I needed shade. Oh, so beautiful, Raven. Thank you so much. This is a really powerful poem, and it reminds me of uh working with trauma survivors especially those who have experienced long-term trauma and when goodness shows up it can be overwhelming right it can be disorienting as you said you know still wanting to connect with that sunshine and also feeling uh, at not at ease in the presence of that affirmation in the presence of even positive attention in the presence of those who see and know. And you name this so beautifully in terms of wanting uh, the exposure to this new, beautiful possibility. And at the same time, You described it needing some shade, so needing perhaps it to slow down, needing patience, needing compassion, needing understanding of that adjustment process. That is just a a wonderful description of the nuance, right? And so I invite you all to reflect as Raven has given us this piece What has it been like for you shifting out of unhealthy circumstances to healthy? Shifting out of uh, dysfunctional patterns to functional patterns. I think about a job that I had, which was just a mess, you all. (laughs) This, This job was ridiculous. And so then when I shifted from one job to another, It was important for me to be able to detox, right, to be able to uh, release, to even take an extended sacred pause. So I didn't actually jump from one job to the next. I took a break in between. And uh, that processing is so important so that you can then receive that sunshine, right to receive that sunshine. So this is beautiful and something for us all to think about. All right, I want to shift to our topic for today which is being an encourager, being an encourager or being an encouraging person. This really came to me both from uh my personal sphere and my professional sphere. In the last couple of weeks, being in conversation or in sessions with multiple people who describe a lack of support, who describe a lack of encouragement, who have people in their lives, but not those who really encourage them or show up for them. And it struck me that some people never learned how. Right, never really saw encouragement modeled, and you know, I will share with you all. I was blessed to uh, be raised by parents who were both verbally affirming, and so it has always come pretty easy to me to express to people what I feel or think about their abilities or possibilities or their gifts. But I recognize. Uh, that many people, uh, that has not been their experience. And so they either may have grown up with silence um, or grown up only with uh, perpetual criticism. And so they know how to critique or they even know how to tell people off or curse people out because that is what they grew up hearing. But when they didn't grow up with words of affirmation, Sometimes they can feel uncomfortable. I've even had people say they feel fake when they're saying these things just because they're not used to even hearing them. And it's important for us to learn it, uh, even if it does not initially feel authentic, that when I come home to myself, my healed and healing self, it can flow more from that place so that uh, the people who I encounter, the people I'm in relationship with, the people that I am uh, seeking to encourage, that they can feel that, right? That they can receive that. So I invite you as we begin this topic to take a moment and just reflect on who are the people who have been an encouragement to you, um, who believe in you who cheer for you, who are excited about you and your life, your vision or your goals or your projects. Who were those people in the past and who are those people in the present? And so it might be the same people or maybe it's changed, right? And then I want us to consider the flip side, not who does that for us, but who do we do that for, right? who are the people that you are intentional about wanting to encourage, right? That may be romantic partner, it may be your friend, it might be your children, your teacher, it might be your students. If you're in ministry, it may be those you minister to. Who, and for some of you, you may be intentional about doing that with strangers, right? I think many people have a beautiful gift with that, not in a predatory way, but just when they see people in public, you know, can openly affirm and appreciate of saying like, oh, that's beautiful or you look nice or you did a great job with that. You know, even if you're not my best friend, I can just acknowledge what I see, right? What I see in terms of uh, people's gifts and abilities. So encouragement is so important and those of you, and I think this is probably all of us who have ever had periods of your life where the encouragement wasn't there, you understand what a difference it makes. You know, there is this uh, gospel song uh, called Encourage Yourself, right? And, and that is important to be able to encourage yourself. And what a beautiful thing it is when we also have community Or connection with people who are encouraging as well, right? And so I invite you to think about ways you can be a source of encouragement. And I want to tell you some strategies, some approaches to that, which um, are very important. And the first one I want to start with is less coming to mind for some people, what do I want to say? Less evident, maybe not the first thing you would think of, and that is facial expressions. This is so important because sometimes we can give people lip service, right? You can just say like, oh, like good job, or yeah, that was great. But like the tone and facial expression and the body language, is communicating like I don't care. I'm not really interested. It doesn't matter, right? That can be written all over our faces. Those of us with very um, who who express a lot, very expressive faces. And sometimes, even if you don't think you express a lot, when people know you well, uh, they can read those expressions. And so, what a difference it makes when. We have a genuine smile for people when we nod as people are sharing things that are important to them. When we indicate interest with our eye contact, with our body language, right? As opposed to, you know, if my arms are crossed, my legs are crossed, I'm looking skeptical or I'm barely making eye contact or I'm looking bored, right? And so to... Learn how to express your feeling of encouragement, right? And I want to name for some people, uh, culturally may have grown up with the idea that we don't want to raise children who are going to be, uh, weak. And so with the thought of trying to raise someone who's strong, they don't give any kind of kindness. Right. Because they think kindness is going to make the child weak, which is not true, which is not true. Right. When we're constantly harsh with people thinking that's just helping them to have high standards. Well, there's a cost to that. Right. I think we have to release this either or thinking that I'm either going to be a kind parent or a stern or strict or a parent with expectations and we can have both. Right. There can be standards and warmth. And so I invite you to think about being intentional this coming week, starting to even monitor yourself. Right. To take note within yourself of how do I visibly, visually demonstrate my encouragement? Right. Uh, they have these videos going around on social media where the kids come out on stage for their recitals. And first they're kind of scanning the crowd and they don't see the parents or guardians. And so, you know, they're just looking um, kind of down. And then when they spot, you know, the, the parent or the support person, like they light up, right? They light up. And so, you know, you all can think of one or the other. You can think about times in your life where no one showed up for you and what that felt like. And you can think about times in your life where you had someone sitting there, someone who was present, who, you know, believes in you and cares about you uh, and is cheering for you. You know, I remember in college, one of my dear friends who didn't uh, participate in graduation because her family couldn't come, the uh, plane tickets were going to be too much. And so. Uh, they decided as a family they weren't coming. And so she, you know, didn't participate. And so I invite you to consider both experiences when you've had someone present for you and when you have felt that absence. And so being mindful to show up for our friends, right? We have People who are doing some amazing things, people who have put their heart into, you know, different projects and and really uh, deserve to be celebrated, right, to be affirmed. And so that uh, facial expression is one with smiling, nodding, encouragement, kindness in your eyes, right, because we can really read where people's heart is often from the eyes. Another way that we can be encouraging that you might not always think about is listening, right? Listening. Again, usually if I say to people, how do you encourage someone? We immediately say with words, and I'm going to come to that. Words are important, but I also indicate an interest in you and what you're doing and what you're thinking and what you're feeling, Uh, by asking questions and by paying attention and by really listening, right? Because I care. And it is important as we come home to ourselves to learn how to be present, right? So when I am at home within myself, I know how to be present with me and I can also be present with you right? To really see and hear and understand, right? What is being shared. And that's about building connection. It is also important when I want to encourage someone to acknowledge their progress, right? There are some people who won't celebrate it until the whole thing is done, right? Not everybody knows how to show up for you when you're in process, Right. Once you're winning awards and like getting a whole bunch of money or attention, then everyone's like, yay, I knew you could do it. Right. But when you have taken the steps along the way, you know, towards starting your business, toward writing your book, toward creating whatever your project is, uh, toward, uh, working toward owning your own home, whatever uh, it is that you are aiming for. It is encouraging when people notice uh, the small wins before the big win, right? To really be able to say, you know, I see you. I see you putting the effort in. You know, I see that you've been consistent with going to therapy or You know, you started going to the gym months ago and, you know, you just went uh, today and so many people stopped going. So like I see that or I see, you know, the progress that you're making around your your way of relating. Right. Sometimes let's say you have made a request of someone some way you would like them to change or grow and adjust. And they may not have it perfectly yet, but you can see that they are putting forth the effort. And so we want to uh, be able to acknowledge that, right? To encourage that because sometimes we give people the impression that it's a no win situation, right? That no matter what, it will never be enough. So can you see and acknowledge and appreciate uh, the progress that people have made? It's also uh, important as we are noticing these things and sharing it verbally that we give praise both personally and publicly. You know, what does that mean? It means when we're one-on-one, I'm going to say to you what I notice and what I see and what I appreciate about your progress. And also if we are in community with other people, You know, if I have your permission, if it's not, you know, a secret project or something, I am free to sing the praises of your progress in the presence of others. Right. To let them know that I see you, that I celebrate you, that I want us as a community or as a family uh, to encourage this person. Right. Right. Who, you know, you have a child who has been struggling, you know, with their grades. And in one of the classes, the grade is going up, right? Maybe not the other ones yet, but you see in this one that the grades are improving. So I I want to sing their praises, right? I want to talk about encouraging their efforts that they've been studying more, turning in the homework more paying attention better in class, not getting notes sent home for behavior, right? We want to encourage the progress personally and publicly, one-on-one and publicly. And I invite you to think about that in your relationships because sometimes we only tell other people bad things, right, about others, And then people can have a very slanted idea of who this person is and what this relationship is, right? So can you, it's not that you can only talk about the things that are working well. If there are problems, definitely address those. And at the same time, it is a beautiful thing for people to be acknowledged for uh, the progress that they are making, whether that progress is related to you or that progress is about something else going on in their life, right? It is helpful to also be able to tell people the ways in which they have inspired you, right? There are those who don't even know the impact. Uh, that they have in your life. And they might uh, be so hard on themselves because they have in their minds where they're trying to get. And so where they are right now, it may be like far, far from where the actual goal is. And so what a gift for people to know that them not giving up, them persevering, them dreaming big, them being willing to step out of the box, Encouraged you in some way. And so you want to encourage them to keep going that it makes a difference, right? That it makes a difference. And as we learn to uh, encourage each other, I want to say it is also helpful when we can be specific, right? It's one thing. If I generally say, you know, Oh, I believe in you. You, you're just do great at everything. Everything's going to be great. Right. Sometimes when it's so general, it can feel surface and people may not feel the depth of those words or of what you mean or what you are seeing. And so I would invite you to think about those who I want to encourage. What are some specific things I have noticed about them and what they are working on? in terms of uh, their strengths, their traits, their positive traits, uh, their capacity, their skills. Because let me tell you, you know, oftentimes the skills that come easier for us, we often overlook, right? We can focus so much on the areas of struggle that we don't really celebrate the things that we do well. And so it can be helpful to have other people point that out, like point out what they noticed. And that can be a reminder to the person to not take those strengths for granted, right? Some of the things that are easy for you are not easy for everyone else, right? So I'm thinking about those, for example, who are extroverted and social, sociable and easily connect with people. And so they may go to some kind of networking event and they meet all of these incredible people and they're able to easily talk about whatever it is they're trying to talk about. And they may not even appreciate them about themselves, appreciate that about themselves. But if they have a friend or a partner who is present, who maybe has some social anxiety or just has difficulty communicating about the things that are important to them, especially strangers For them to be able to say, you know, kind of at the end of the event, right, that was amazing, right? Like I just saw what you did in this space and, you know, what a beautiful gift you have of being able to talk to people and make people feel comfortable or feel that sense of warmth. And so let your encouragement uh, be specific. And let me also say, let your encouragement be followed up with action. So we had the facial expression, we had the words, but then if I am wanting to be encouraging, that also may mean, may mean with my time and or my resources, right? So I mentioned showing up for people. So someone has been working on some big project, you know, to the best of your ability to try to show up for them because your presence will be a source of encouragement if they are raising money for something they're trying to do, you know, one of the ways I can show I believe in this dream or in this vision um, is to uh, invest in it, right, to donate, to support it. And if I don't have the money at the time, are there other things that I can give to help support uh, the vision, right? whatever it is they are working toward. And so let our encouragement show up in multiple ways. And then I want to name to let it be consistent, right? To let it be consistent. Uh, sometimes, as I mentioned, people will celebrate you at the end, or sometimes there are those who will celebrate you like the day you announced the vision, but then it can take some time. You know, depending on what you're working on, this can really be, you know, a long-term effort and so to be one of those people uh, who continue to encourage, who don't forget, right, that this person is putting in a lot of effort, time, perhaps their own resources, trying to make something happen, right? I was talking to a woman today who's working on a documentary, and uh, she already knows it's going to take years. It's already taken years because of the pandemic. And you know, she was just sharing to get all the footage she's going to need. This is like a long-term project, but like the vision for it is so beautiful and so significant. You know, you want people who have that vision to keep going, right? To keep at it. And so uh to not let our encouragement only be in the beginning or in the end, but just from time to time to be able Uh, to check in, to speak up about the importance of what people are working on. And then I want to name, you know, at the ending um, or, you know, the culmination to sincerely be able to celebrate people. Do you know that there are those who feel they have to hide their good news because people won't be happy for them because they have people in their life Who are jealous, or people who are so focused on why wasn't it me, or people who are so miserable that it's hard for them to have joy for another person. And so, for me to be encouraging means also like that I can sincerely, deeply, truly celebrate you, right? Celebrate your wins and and what you have done and what you have accomplished. And in this, in this way, my encouragement can be healing. And I'm going to take it full circle to our poem in the beginning from Raven to be that sunshine. So many people have had their parade rained on, right, that they are used to when something good happens for them, that people are not happy for them. And I hope you will be one of those people who are at home enough within yourself that you can celebrate the homecoming of others. I invite your soul to tell your heart, mind, body and spirit, welcome home.